things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Welcome everyone back to the Being Inspired radio show. I am your host, Amanda Johnson, and I am here with another amazing woman. This guest is a friend, a soul sister of mine who I met while going through the Mentor Masterclass Life Coaching Training Program now over two years ago, nearly, uh, almost two years ago, we would have met. And we met virtually and finally had the pleasure of meeting in person. And it was so powerful in terms of when I met Hannah for the first time in person, her energy, her divine connection, her ability to see truth, know truth, and communicate truth was so potent. And I I felt it. I still feel it to this day. I feel very deeply connected with her on many levels. And even though we've only spoken maybe a handful of times, I knew I wanted her on this show so that she could bring her truth, her experiences, and all of the inspiring wisdom she has to each of you listening. So I'm very excited to introduce you today to Hannah Grossbeck, who is a full-time holistic health coach and lover of feminine wellness and leadership. By day, she is working with patients at different clinics throughout New England, and by night, she is holding moon circles, building her own wellness business, and training to teach yoga. You can find her at hannahgrossbeck.com, and we'll find other ways to reach her at the end of the show. And with that, I welcome Hannah to the show. Hello. How are you? Wonderful. I'm so glad you took this time and, and felt inspired to, to show up in this way. I know. Thank you so much for having me. It feels really good, and I feel really connected to you. I feel like, like you said earlier, We've always sort of had a kindred spirit, so I'm, I'm excited to see what comes up today. Mm, same, 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 same. Well, for those listening, the listeners here of this show, many of you are familiar with the format. Um, this show has evolved over the past maybe eight or nine months that I have um, felt inspired to share it with the world, and it has evolved into a more constant um guest show where I'm having people join me because I have found that there is such medicine in the conversation, in the dialogue. And I bring a guest on and recently I've been asking each guest, you know, what is really present for you or what do you stand for? What, you know, what, is, what matters most to you? And when Hannah responded um, very recently, you know, I just immediately knew, of course, this is what's present for her. Um, it was completely in alignment with, with me and where I am right now as well, which again, does not surprise me in any way. And I trust that it will land and resonate with each of you listening in whatever way it is meant to, but I'm, I'm going to actually first read what she wrote, which is present for her, because I really think there was so much in it. And then we're going to, I'm going to tease out something that really stood out to me. So when I asked Hannah, you know, what is present? She says, what is present for me right now is the powerful teacher that nature is living in sync with my body and nature, the power of cycles, wholeness versus self-help, my birthright as a creator, reverence for my feminine body and cycle. And there's so much goodness in there. And I, <laughs> I'm so excited and curious to see how, where our conversation leads and how much of that we we really speak to. And the thing that stood out to me most and the thing that I felt called to find a quote for, because I, as the listeners know, I like to start each of our conversations with a quote from some inspirational text that I have read. The, the thing that I looked for was this idea of creator and our birthright mm -hmm. as a creator. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start with that. I'm going to read a quote, and then we'll see where this conversation goes. And I'll ask Hannah and the rest of you listening, if you can, close your eyes, 
really tune into what truth is in this quote, because that's what writers and teachers do. We, we simply put into words what we all already know. And you, as the receiver of that, will know what is true for you because it will speak to you in some way. And so listen to what truth is, is um, pointed to you, is, is brought out in you as I read this quote. So this comes from a book which I highly recommend if this quote resonates with you at all that you go and read. It is called The Impersonal Life, and it was a hugely impactful and influential text that I read within the last year. And what The Impersonal Life has to say is, a thinker is a creator. A thinker lives in a world of his own conscious creation. When you once know how to think, you can create at will anything you wish, whether it be a new personality, a new environment, or a new world. Mm. That is really, that is really cool that you are sharing that. Um, for me, what's coming up is the part when you said, once you know how to create. Um, because the reason why that is coming up for me recently is I finally just connected the dots between the fact that as a woman, I can create a baby. <laughs> like, that is the most natural thing I can do. And that is so profound. When you really tap into that truth. Like, as a woman, it's my birthright to create another human being. <laughs> like, that is insane. <laughs> no one can think that up. That is just the miracle that, and the gift that I've been given. So when I started really settling into that truth recently, because, again, like, this idea of cycles and wholeness is so true right now in my body and just, like, that my body, like, having reverence for my body's abilities and she knows exactly what to do. She's completely brilliant. And the only thing that gets in the way are just my mind and my thoughts. Um, and so the moment I really shifted my perspective around the reverence of my body and her ability to create a human, I've been tapping into just like the abundance that is like what I'm capable of creating. Like it's endless. If I can create a human. I can create anything. And so I think it's really just about understanding. And when you said, when you know how to create, really, mm -hmm. when you sh are in that perspective around, wow, if I can create a baby, I can create anything. Um, so that, when you said that, that is what most came up to me um, in regards to that quote and what's really been relevant for me um, the last couple of weeks. Amazing. And I think we'll get back to more of that. I love that. It's, um, yeah, you're right. When we realize, how to go about it because we to your point women and we create well some of us create babies very naturally yeah. without much thought it's you know that's just mm -hmm. what we do we may not have stepped back and acknowledged the miracle to your point and the limitlessness then that we that is allowing us to see that that is allowing us to tap into to your point if we can create another human <laughs> then what are we capable of? You know, what are we capable of? And I will say this because I do find, um, and I'm so glad you're here and you have such a deep connection to the feminine, which is so incredible. And I want to explore more of that. And I'm very sensitive even to the fact that even for the men listening and for tapping in, they equally are a part of that creation. Now we as women, of course, it is our body. It will then be men serving as the portal <laughs> and the mm -hmm. what the baby will be living in and thriving in and of course the creation took both right it takes both of us mm -hmm. um so men you aren't being left out <laughs> and we're going to look yeah. at this from the feminine perspective because that's where we are coming right. from and that's who we are mm -hmm. so that's so powerful and and for me as well and then we're going to go back to kind of what's relevant and present for you the idea that to think is to create 
right? So Mm -hmm. while the body is incredible and you're right, a lot of times we get in the way with our mind, with our thinking, our body's doing what it is meant to do through the natural rhythms and cycles. And it knows, to your point, she knows what she's doing. And if we can learn how to think, so how can we use this tool of ours to think in a new way, we can create anything. So not only can our body create babies and whatever else it can create, we, are, we can tap into our mind as a tool for that, but that does mm-hmm. require us shifting how we do it and not just letting it run rampant. Like we would let our body mm-hmm. just run rampant if we, if, um, yeah, if, you know, sometimes we try to control it and not realize that it is magical beyond our understanding. Mm-hmm. So that's also what's coming up for me from that quote. Yeah. And something that just came up to me for me is just thinking in alignment with the truth that is your body, you know, like mm-hmm. letting your thoughts be in the flow of what your body's doing. And that's, what I geek out about in terms of cycles, because when I, now that I'm learning about the power of a woman's cyclical nature monthly and then yearly and then throughout her whole life, I know, you know, when I'm going through my luteal phase, my thoughts are going to be a little bit darker and all over the place. But because I know that I can learn to kind of work with my thoughts and then learn to honor what's going on with my body at the same time. So yeah, like what you said, there is this dance that we have to kind of think about, you know, we, we are thinking people like we have this mind, you know, it's not like we just cut it out. We need to learn to work with it. Um, so yeah, this idea of like thinking in alignment with what's going on in your body, um, it really feels true to me. And then another thing you said in terms of just keeping men into the, in the conversation as well is, Something that I read recently um, by Jenna LaFemme uh, is that, like, our, if we think about our bodies as just, like, plots from Mother Nature, you know, like, every single body on this planet is just a piece of Mother Nature, of the actual planet, you know, then we're all part of this, you know. I do talk about women mostly because I, I speak from my experience as a woman, um, and so that's where the birthing part comes from, but just to include the men that we're all we're all little plots of mother nature here. So I just wanted to add that too. Absolutely. (laughs) And and I'm sure I would only imagine men have their own rhythms and cycles. We, we Mm -hmm. maybe just can't speak to that as we can speak to the, to the feminine and the females. And so by all means, I want to really um, tap into your gift with that and tap into Mm -hmm. your, what you've explored and what you've learned. Um, so that we can reveal that to ourselves and to mm-hmm. other women for other women. So tell me more about that. Cause you were saying, you know, you've been learning more about how to, how you, again, your thoughts can be more in alignment or you can use your thinking to be more in alignment, um, learning how to think mm-hmm. in those different phases and cycles. What does that look like? Paint, you know, lead us through mm-hmm. that. Cause I know even for yeah. me, I'm still, I feel like I'm just skimming the surface of this for myself. Let's go in. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm always skimming the surface. Um, <laughs> it's a big pond. It's just, it takes forever to get across it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this journey is so funny. Cause when you think you know something, then you're like, oh, I don't know anything. So it really is kind of a comical journey, this inner journey of our, um, our inner world. Um, but yeah, you know, I think recently um, when I hear like this idea of co-creating, um, you know, I used to, I, I've been like very connected to God, um, you know, or universe or whatever word you want to use. Um, it's really just love to me. Um, since I was 19, but a lot of my relationship was like one-sided where I was like asking God for this and like um, praying for that and just like always asking outside of myself. And recently I've just noticed like, oh, I have to take some responsibility here. (laughs) You know, like I can't like just continue to ask, but not take into account like my thoughts are affecting all this too. Like I have to start thinking in alignment with what I'm praying. Um, And when I really like me that connection, I started realizing how much, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street, you know, you have to, you have to take responsibility of your thoughts as well. And then working with God or the divine or whatever, you know, that is when I think the real, 
that's when you really get the answers and things really start to unfold in a beautiful way and you really start to live in alignment. Um, but in terms of like my thoughts, you know, especially as a woman, I think, you know, we go through these cycles every single month. Like that's a lot. (laughs) And we don't really, can you imagine? I mean, we have, I mean, and I'm not speaking for everyone because not everyone, you know, cycles monthly. Everyone's different and people don't have, get their period anymore. So I don't want to exclude anyone, but I'm just speaking from my experience um, at the moment. Um, But like when I find context around my cycle, I'm suddenly, I'm less crazy and I'm more, I'm way more powerful. And I'm so, so I think when you start to learn these tools around feminine wellness and like what our body does monthly, it really can become a superpower. Um, so I feel very passionately about that because I think for most of my life, I've felt really out of, just disconnected. Like I kind of missed the memo here on earth. Like, I don't know how to make, I don't know how to really like be happy, na- like happy naturally. I don't know how to, you know, manage my anxiety. I don't know how to, you know, I didn't have all these tools. And so when you have this like idea of cycles and you can start to apply it to your life, you, it's so grounding and suddenly you don't feel crazy. You feel really powerful. So I always kind of start there when I'm talking to, to different clients in terms of feminine wellness, because it's, it's something that we, it's, we, we all go through it. We have a cyclical nature. So um, that's always where I like to begin with people. And that's really, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's where it all begins for me. <laughs> and two things that you said. One is that I think it's so cool how, without even maybe knowing it, you brought you came right back to the the quote from the impersonal life. Which, if you haven't read it, highly recommend. I just I think you would resonate it with it, hundred percent. Yeah, um, I have to and, pick it up. And it, the idea of this the thinker, because what it talks about is, it is God who God universe source, however you want to label it. <laughs> God, and this text is how it's referred to, that it is God who makes our thoughts, who creates our thoughts. So when we can really live in acceptance of that, and we find that we aren't Mm -hmm. going against or resisting or fighting, but rather learn to accept that, then we can be in alignment. And again, then the power Mm -hmm. of our thought is what allows us to create beyond Mm -hmm. anything we can think is possible. So that was the one thing you said that I thought, yes, absolutely the the thinking mm-hmm. part of it right like mm-hmm. when i learned to think and take some responsibility that it's not just let me ask but let me look at my mm-hmm. own heart and then we actually see how yeah. it's all ultimately it's all one we 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 just we don't get there immediately we don't see it as one no. immediately um and mm-hmm. and then the other thing was right at the end you were talking about the um the cycles and I may have already lost my point, but we're going to get back to it if I did. Um, oh yes. The nature, the, the idea of being in nature and the, mm-hmm. we are, we are cyclical. And I know something that you mm-hmm. sent to me is that how um, we're living in sync with that. We're living in sync with our body, mm-hmm. with nature and how powerful nature is. And it's not necessarily what you just said now, but you, you kind of pointed to that. And then that reminded me of what you had said earlier. And I, what came for me from that is, what if the connection to nature, meaning the representation of the trees and the plants and the animals mm. and how our entire universe works and operates, is the connection to our true nature, right? So as we start to remember who we truly are, that is when we can live in sync with our cycles and our rhythms and the quote unquote craziness that we experience every month or the highs and the lows Mm -hmm. and the hibernation and the creation and all of these things. So not only is it, we, not only can we see it in nature, you know, in terms of the trees Mm -hmm. shedding their leaves and things going into hibernation and then blooming and blossoming. Also we, what we start to see it all comes back to who we truly are. Mm-hmm. just like the, what the universe truly is. And so it's, it's maybe it's a, that would be the meta remembering, right. Of who we truly are. Yes. I love that. I love, you know, where you're saying it's, it's our innate nature. It is. Mm-hmm. And something I love to use when I'm talking about our cycle, like monthly, is just use the seasons as your teacher. So like in your follicular phase, which is right after your period, that's springtime in your body. So it's like, what do you mm-hmm. like to do in the springtime? that's what your body wants to be doing in that moment, you know, and then you transition um, 
to ovulation and that's summer. Well, what do you like to do in the summer? It's a lot more fun. You know, the trees have blossomed. You're, you're ovulating. That's when you are fertile. And that is when it's the most fertile time on the planet. And, you know, it's just wild and fun. There's adventure. And, and that's kind of what your body wants to be doing during that time. And then it transitions, you know, to luteal fall and then like winter, which is your, your period. And so it's like, well, what do you do during the winter time? kind of stay inside, you take it easy, you might gain a few pounds, you want to drink nourishing soups and stews. Um, your body doesn't really want, you know, you don't want to be like planning big projects at that time. It's really a time of being. Um, so I think seasons are such a great metaphor to help us understand what's going on in our body. And that's, again, that's why I geek out about nature, um, you know, and it's like, okay, well, what do, what do I like do on my period when it, I sit and I be and I, I take it easy. So I'm really using the next couple of days to kind of chill, chill out because that's really what nature is calling me to do. So, you know, there is this dance between listening to your body and then also, you know, being in sync with nature. And then also there's, of course, the moon. We can't forget that. Um, so it can, can kind of get a little overwhelming, you know, like, what, what do I follow? But um, it's just a great framework, you know, and you can yeah. take whatever works for you and, whatever grounds you, whatever makes you feel connected to something greater than yourself, great, just take that. So, um, you know, there's just so many ways that we can feel connected. Um, I've just found for me, someone who has a tendency to like fly out of my body, be out of this, be kind of off this planet, being connected to mother nature is very grounding. And it's been so helpful for me in connecting to my intuition and to really, you know, feeling like comfortable and safe in my body. Um, so it worked out. That's what works for me, you know. And what is it? What it keep? What I'm keep hearing through all of that is <laughs> we're being pointed back to again our true nature, which is mm-hmm. it is all as it is. It is all as it is right. meant to be. There's nothing wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with our cycle. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with feeling. I need to. I need to take some time and nourish myself, or mm-hmm. I maybe don't feel as extroverted as I did two weeks ago, or wow, I want nothing to do but party. There's nothing wrong with that either. Like there's it, once we can remember that and recognize Mm -hmm. it because that is who we truly are. We are Mm -hmm. natural beings. We are these divine beings who have this, um, connection to nature, which is divine as well. I mean, the way, and if we ever want to remember, I love that you have this, um, association and connection with nature because it's something I've really recently been learning to appreciate. Mm-hmm. It is so comforting for me when I look around and go, wow, the trees aren't worried. They aren't fretting if their leaves <laughs> are going to come back right? or not. They're not like freaking out that, you know, I they're know. bare naked right now. They're, they are. That's how they are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I feel like nature is such a reflection of our true nature that everything's okay. And it, it go- comes mm-hmm. and it goes, everything comes mm-hmm. and it goes. Oh, and that can be really know, comforting. Right? Mm-hmm. What a relief. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> after death, oh, there is rebirth, like spring always comes. So I think it helps if you can connect with this, it, it gives you a sense of peace around the darkness. And it also helps you be more open to the darkness. You know, I think again, like because I spoke earlier about wholeness versus self, self-help. self What I mean by that is, like, I feel like for a lot of my journey, you know, my spiritual journey, I've been so addicted to self-help books because I'm always trying to be better. I'm always trying to, like, how can I, like, be a better manifester? How can I be better at my meditation and being present? But, like, if I can just actually – like, that's, to me, like, a lack mindset in a way. Like, I'm not, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. Whereas, like, when I have this belief that, you know – there are going to be times where there's darkness and I have these feelings of anger or sadness or grief or whatever, that's actually normal and to not bypass it, you know? Um, so there's this idea of like wholeness that like all is accepted. And like, I, again, like if you think about like the moon, for example, like every month there is a full moon and there is a new moon. Mm. And when there's a new moon, you can't see it. You can't see the moon, you know? And you're just like, but the moon always comes back out and shines in all our glory, you know? But on the new moon, it's dark. You can't see anything. And then, and sometimes in our life, it's really dark and we can't see anything. And it's like some, a lot of us, you know, on this journey, we're going to always try to 
you know, remedy it with affirmations and, um, I don't know, trying to get out of it. But I have found that when you are fully with it, then it, it moves through you a lot quicker. And then there's so much more clarity on the other side. So just this acceptance of both the dark and the light, just, you know, you don't want to stay in the dark because that's when well, you, you get the issues, but the cycle of it. It's that's right. So, because your yeah. point, it, we, I mean, I, I don't mean to say this as if I know all and, and it, you never could, but I really feel like saying you, it's impossible to stay in the dark. I really feel like that's yeah. true. Mm -hmm. And, and I, yeah. I understand if someone's saying, no, hand up, like I've been depressed for the last 10 years. Okay, mm -hmm. I understand. And we, we understand if we can, to your point, connect with our true nature, which is reflected in the nature all around us. It is impossible to stay in the darkness because mm -hmm. it will change. It will yeah. cycle through. So, and right. I would say the only time it doesn't, and that's, I think what you were saying right now is it would move through us, you know, more effortlessly if we allow mm -hmm. it. And so really we are our own worst enemy when we are mm -hmm. unwilling to accept the darkness, your, your, um, reflection of that in the moon was beautiful. I'd never thought of it that way, mm -hmm. that there is a new moon, which is dark, just as there is a full moon every month, every mm -hmm. month. And then there is going to be a scale in between for every day. There are some days there's yeah. just a tiny sliver of dark and then there's going to be like a all full on darkness and all yeah. of it is okay. And I'm, mm -hmm. I love hearing what you said about the mentality of lack. And I so am plugging my book right now, because Hannah, you probably could write the exact same book. Um, and I can't <laughs> wait for you to re read it because it, know, it is, excited. we, again, kindred spirits, we're, we're sharing the same yeah. message, which is so important for all of us to know that we've got to embrace all of it um, mm -hmm. and see it as part of the whole. And it's not that we need to remedy or get away from it faster. Again, the new moon is not like, oh, hurry, 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 full moon. I need you faster. It just takes its time. It takes its 14 yeah. days or whatever mm -hmm. to get there. <laughs> and then yep. and there, there it is. And we can rely on it. We can trust. And this leads to trust. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I, yes. The faith. There is this faith. Mm -hmm. We know it'll always come back. It'll always come back to light. Um, so almost like fully opening our arms to to the darkness when it comes, you know, because if I know that when I really accept it and, or I really am with it, I feel it, you know, I mean, I read the untethered soul, um, a little bit ago. Have you read that book? Yes. It was my, it was uh, that and the power of now were my, my, yes. pivot oh my gosh, me too. Oh my gosh. You know, and it's just so funny because I had the power of now for about five years before I could pick it up. It just goes to show how funny, like books come to you in the right moment, because when I read it, it completely changed my life, but I had it for five years. Anyways, side note, but yeah, the untethered soul talks a lot about this power of pain. And like, I think we're so afraid of pain in our culture. And I think this last year, um, I have been really taught that there's so much power in pain. Um, and when we, when we fully feel it, it moves through us. Like, emotions actually aren't really meant to stay in our body. They're, they're meant to be felt and then they can move through us and then they're gone. You know, but so many of us as humans, we, we are so attached to the pain of the past and then we never let it go. And then that's what starts to affect our present, you know? And I think again, like when, with these cycles and with like mother nature and the moon and, you know, when we can learn to just be with it, then it, goes away. <laughs> and then, and then we are so much brighter on the other side and we're lighter. So, um, yeah, I, I now I'm, I, I mean, I don't like pain. I'm not going to say bring it on pain because it's, you know, it's hard, but I'm a lot more open to understanding that there's a purpose to pain. And like, there's a lot of pain in our world right now. I think we can easily agree that like there's a lot of craziness going on and it hurts and it's so terrible and sad, but like, if we can use like this pain, you know, in a healthy way, you know, what, what could happen on the other side of it? I mean, yeah. I don't know. So or any, <laughs> and I've talked about this before that again, no, we don't, we don't wish pain on anyone. And yet right. really, if we look at it, there's always, I mean, I think I can say always something 
that we would label as positive that comes out of it. And, and that may be mm-hmm. that because we choose to see it that way. It may be that that, again, is the nature of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I find it that it is true. And I had a similar a similar understanding and remembering as well around pain that mm-hmm. it is okay to feel pain. And to your point, yeah. a lot of us are attached to the pain of the past, and yet we haven't then let it through. And in each moment, many of us, I think, resist the pain. And we think, I shouldn't feel sad. I shouldn't feel upset. Think of how many, going back to women, we spend a week PMSing or uh, menstruating (laughs) or whatever. And it's like, I shouldn't feel this way. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. menstruating and it da, 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 And we, we maybe cover it up. We try to fix it. Mm-hmm. We maybe take a drug. We do something so that we don't have to feel it. Whereas if we allow ourselves, and this goes for the guys too, and I get it, it's hard, probably harder, but you know, if we can say in this moment, wow, this is what I'm feeling. This mm-hmm. is painful to feel. And if I allow myself to, I trust that it will it will come, I will come through the other side. Spring is right around the corner, right? Mm-hmm. The, the full moon is right there. I, I can see it. it it's absolutely <laughs> a guarantee to show up. So can I trust that? Can I feel it, experience it and let it move through me? I think is a tremendous remembering and learning for us, um, mm-hmm. for all of us to embrace. And then I think to your point, we, it, we don't have then hold on to it so long and we can see it move mm-hmm. through us even quote unquote quicker, even though, you know, time doesn't really matter if it takes you two days or two weeks or two months, who knows, it it still is going to move through you and you will come to Mm -hmm. the other side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I love our cycle because when we are aware of this and then we are connected to our cycle, that shit will come up. It will. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's coming up because it's ready to be let go. So like, well, knowing that whatever is really at the surface of our mind and the pain that we're feeling, that's coming up because it's like, okay, I want to go, I want to get out of here, you know, and yeah. just be like, okay, I'm feeling you because this is really, this is really uncomfortable at the moment, but I respect that you're coming up for a reason and you want to get out of me so that there is more clarity. So, you know, it, it, a lot of that stuff will come up around our luteal phase and our menstrual, and our menstrual phase. Um, and, and that's why it's really important to slow down and to focus more on being versus doing, because, um, that's when we can really, you know, honor that space and hold, and then, and then, and then we let go of it and then spring comes and then, okay, time to go back outside more and let's start, you know, what do we want to start doing now? Like what, what, how do we want to change course? So Mm. the, the cycle can really be a great, um, way to, uh, learn how to, alchemize all the pain into like pleasure or pain into, you know, more truth. So, um, Mm. yeah, I I just think there, there's a lot of power in pain. Um, again, like you said, I would not wish it on anyone, but, um, you know, it it is inevitable. And I will say this is the one of the most painful years of my life. But when I look about where I started my year and where I'm ending my year, I'm more in alignment with my truth now than I've ever been, you know? So, I, again, you don't wish on anyone, but for me, pain has been this great teacher. And now I feel so much more alignment with my life. So it's really kind of, it it really helped. And and I think a lot of that was because I am so connected to my cycle that I I really want, I'm learning how to honor it. Um, And I don't think it's something you just master, (laughs) but um, again, it's the framework. You you can always turn to that. That is so grounding. I always know I have this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So what else is coming up? I mean, this is, as I feel into where the conversation is going and leading, and I just think it's so good where we are, what else is coming up for you mm-hmm. around, around your, the reverence for the feminine body, for our connection to nature, power of mm-hmm. cycles? What has, what has been unsaid that you yeah. want to shine a light on? Yeah. I um, I think for me, reverence, yeah. So I, again, I, I, I was reading this book by Jenna Lassant Slim, um, A Pleasurable Weight Loss. And, um, and that book's really been like a game changer for me. Um, and again, seeing my body as this like plot of mother nature um, and almost like starting to speak to her as she's her own separate thing, um, talking to her. 
Um, and the more I do that, the more I'm like, okay, body, what do you want to do today? <laughs> or what do you want to eat right now? Or how do you want to move your, you know, including her in the conversation. Um, the more I do that, the more I'm like, oh shit, like you are powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sorry for <laughs> hating you for 24 years of my life um, and depriving food from you and over-exercising and never thinking you're good enough. Um, and so, because when I tap into her again, I, I, I sense that she knows exactly how to thrive. She yeah. knows exactly what I need in terms of what, I, what should I be feeding myself? What should I be doing for like movement? Um, she's like a lot smarter than me. <laughs> mm. um, you know, I, I think it's funny when we think about nature too, like, we don't see like deer, like obese deer in the world or like, um, you know, like right. these clinically depressed rhinoceroses, like <laughs> they all kind of get it, <laughs> you know, yes. they live from their intuition. They don't have this thinking mind. And again, this thinking mind is really incredible gift. But again, we want to learn how to be in harmony with everything. So that's mm-hmm. always the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, there's this reverence and this honoring of like, you know, Mother Nature knows exactly how to live in a cycle where there's trees everywhere, there's flowers. It, it's, it's good. It knows exactly what to do. And to think that that's my body too. My body knows exactly what to do too. And the only thing that gets in the way is like my perception of my body. So um, mm-hmm. I, I think this is like a newer realization for me. So I am just like, again, <laughs> given the surface of this one, but <laughs> I mean, I'm realizing that this is where true abundance lives. It lives in my body. Mm. And again, going back to like this idea that if I can create a human with this body, I can create anything. Um, that to me is like, I don't know where, where my truth lives. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I think there's so many layers to it. Mm. But ultimately, just including my body in the conversation um, and, and talking to her more, um, Mm. because she's brilliant because she's part of mother earth, you know, Mm -hmm. mother earth is brilliant. So, you know, yes, that just, that just makes sense to me. Um, and then, and then if we, if I could live my life from that truth, can you imagine what, what kind of things I can do? I mean, mother earth can create all these redwood trees and all these incredible different animals, you know, like what, what does that mean I can do? So I think like being in the right mindset there, that is like abundance. That is fertility. Um, mm. And I just think about like, what if all women could feel this way about their body? How would our world be different? So um, I think that's where my, you know, my path is leading me to in terms of what I'm really here to teach and be a student of um, just mm. helping women remember that because it's not like, it's not like this is new information. <laughs> this is like right. ancient wisdom. Right. Right. It's, so it's just a remembrance. Yeah. And it's a knowingness. And I think, um, you know, I hear it and I'm like, that's true. I know it. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, science maybe will tell you something differently or like media will tell you something different. But I think that is, again, the power of a woman where you kind of hear something and you're like, I, I, I know that's true. Even though there's like all my thinking brain tells me is that's not rational or that's not real. So again, I think that's intuition and that's, again, that's a gift from all of us. We all have it. And um, yeah. Absolutely. And it it ties back to the ability to tune into our nature, which is reflected back to us. And I just think it's so powerful. And anyone listening, I mean, man or woman, that if we can continue to be reminded and say, wow, nature knows what it's doing. And I know Sometimes even we as humans really resist that. We're like, it's snowing. Snow is awful. It's raining. (laughs) Rain is terrible. And, you know, we get into our own Mm -hmm. preference of wanting to always be sunny and bright and warm and light, you know, not ever wanting the darkness when it's all part of it and it's all natural and it all is okay. And um, to be reminded, continue to come back to that for sure and see that our body, this, this, instrument we've been given to live in um knows way more than we we think it does and can we tune into that because sometimes that is our our connection 
and um, it's amazing. All all good mm-hmm. stuff. Wow. Right? It's so yeah. fun. I just yeah. I just could talk about this for hours. I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> I, know. I know. There there needs to be a part two. I think for every conversation I have, there's and a part two will be coming. Right. Um, amazing. Well, I want to. I want to you know, see if that is complete in terms of what needs to come through you for mm-hmm. that topic before I pivot and ask you some of our questions that I ask each of our guests. So how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Is there more that you desire to say? Mm-hmm. Is there more coming through you? You know, I feel really complete. I really do. I, I kind of wrote out some notes and I feel like this is everything I wanted to share. Mm, amazing. Well, then I'd love to pivot and let our audience hear a little bit more about what, what inspires you and lights you up and how they can get in touch. And so I, I ask mm-hmm. each of my guests these questions. And again, no right or wrong, no rules. Um, whatever comes <laughs> to you in the moment is exactly what okay. it is meant to be. So the first question is, who is a source of inspiration for you and why? Mm, there are so many. But to keep sort of under the topic of what we've been talking about, um, Sarah Avon Stover. Um, I love her. She's a teacher of feminine wellness, spirituality. Um, she, she teaches yoga and meditation and she has the she school and she's been a really powerful teacher for me. Um, and Dr. Christian Northrup, you know, she's like the pioneer of all this, um, women's bodies, women's wisdom. Um, I just think they speak like, full truth. And uh, I'm just so grateful that I have like teachers out there who know all this stuff because it just affirms that, you know, when we find teachers that teach kind of exactly what resonates with us, it makes us feel like, okay, this is, there's, there's a reason why I'm here and there's something for me to give. And um, I really, when I hear my, those two women speak, I I know that there's a market for me. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, they're yeah. reflecting you back to you, the, the truth within, as all teachers do yeah. for all of us. So thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. for highlighting that. Yeah. All right. Question number two, what place or activity most inspires you right now? Um, I'm going to say yoga. Um, I'm getting my yoga teacher training right now. And um, yoga is really cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I've been doing for the last six years, but how long I've been doing yoga but since I've been doing this teacher training I mean I just have been learning so much about being in my body and um, it's so it's been a very grounding experience for me Um, and again it's been a really helpful teacher and like helping me get out of my head and my body Um, so I really like you know a vinyasa flow but I've also been finding like when I'm on my own I really like to like move my body in a way that feels just good for me so I'm really curious down the road how I'm going to sort of take this yoga certificate and build from it um, and really kind of infuse like the feminine into it. Because I, I do feel like it is a very masculine um, uh, form of uh, mm-hmm. movement. Um, if you go to most any kind of yoga studios, you know, there's just a lot of masculine energy there. So I really would love to kind of bring more of the feminine into yoga. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens there. Yeah, I think, I don't know if a lot of people might, I don't know if people would think that is their experience because, oh, women go to yoga. That's, you know, the classes. And yeah, I I myself have also learned it is a male lineage. It was very masculine when it originated. It was for men, Mm -hmm. actually women, I don't believe even could practice. And Mm -hmm. it has, you know, so many women have started doing it and yet it still has a masculine energy behind it. So interesting and and also i have found such a great way to connect to the body so if anyone listening is like oh how can i get more in tune connect with nature it's a great portal it's a great portal yeah and yin yoga too you know i think yeah most of the yoga we see is very much yang which is masculine which is very important we need both but um i actually got really burnt out in the middle of my yoga teacher training and i did really connect why and then i did a, a yin class and it was like I was a whole new person after. So I really saw in that moment, like, that we need both um, or we will all burn out. So just the, just yin yoga in general has, has a real important role. Um, I think especially for feminine wellness in terms of connecting with the body, it's a beautiful way to do that. So I recommend it. Amazing. How about a favorite book in, that has inspired um, you personally or spiritually on your path? You mentioned two already, but if there are any, I know there's so many, 
Um, but, you know, I read Diana herself um, a couple months ago, and it's by Martha Beck. And she's, like, a absolutely phenomenal health life coach. Um, and she has a lot of books out. She also read, um, I wrote, uh, like, Finding Your North Star, um, Expecting Adam, a few other books. But Diana herself is so beautiful because it's fiction. And I, I think, like, I get a little over like I overdose on like self-help way too much. So I love a good fiction, but this was one of like the most profound books I've ever read. And it's a fiction, but it's just so much more than that. Um, It's so beautiful. It's all about the divine feminine. Um, And I just felt like so connected to the character. So Diana herself, I I definitely recommend to any woman. Awesome. Or men. (laughs) Beautiful. That's right. Yeah. What are you currently working on or creating that is most inspiring? to you Mm. well I am not doing anything at the moment (laughs) um and I say that only because uh I'm really practicing you know this idea of being in the winter being in winter solstice completion it's been a it's been a year very intense year um I but I'm there's a lot happening in terms of like I'm building a wellness business I'm gonna start teaching yoga I work full-time as a health coach so that I all feel very strongly going into 2017, but I am truthfully enjoying doing nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> at the moment. Awesome. And I'm just not thinking about anything. And that feels really good for someone who's been thinking ahead for the last 26 years. <laughs> um, so I'm really just savoring in uh, just this important part of the cycle of completion and just just enjoying the reflection and enjoying you know, what has happened last year. And then I definitely know I'll step into uh, an action role more January. And I have a lot um, that I want to sort of bring into the world. But um, yeah, I'm doing nothing at the moment. (laughs) And I love that you give us permission. Yes. (laughs) What you are creating is space for yourself right now. And Uh you're creating, you know, time to reflect. And that is equally Mm -hmm. as important. Mm-hmm. So amazing. Yeah, it, feels, it feels really good. It feels right, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm rolling with that. Great, amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, now that everyone has gotten to know you and has heard your wisdom um, and all of the the inspiring gifts you offer, how can they reach out? How can they find you? Where should they go? Yeah. So you can find me at hannahgrossbeck.com. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. I'm Hannah Grossbeck Wellness. I'm also on Facebook. And you can email me. Um, I'm at Hannah at HannahGrossbeck.com. And I'd love to connect. So amazing. For those, I will put links, you know, I will put a link to your website and, um, of course, tag you and, and things like that in Facebook so people can find you that way as well. Um, if you are listening and, and not visually seeing anything here, her name is in the title. That's how you spell it. It's H-A-N-N-A-H. She's got H's on both sides of Hannah and Grossbeck, G-R-O-E-S-B-E-C-K. So look her up, Hannah Grossbeck. Um, I know that she is full of just inspiring goodness and you, I don't think we can get enough of that. So if anything she said today resonates, um, please find her, reach out to her, connect with her and, and she can point you back to remembering how to connect with your true self and your true nature, which is what this has been all about. Oh, well, thank you so much. This has been so fun. <laughs> I love talking to you. Me too. I, I, I think, I'm going to say so much selfishly, I have these conversations because I just enjoy them so, so much. And I am mm-hmm. learning for myself that if we enjoy doing something, if, if it is a gift to us, it is a mm-hmm. gift to others. And I, I've deepened into that trust and knowing, yeah. and I, it hasn't, I don't know, I'm just going to keep going with that. So if there's <laughs> someone out there listening going, well, how do I, you know, how do I know what to do? And how do I create something other people like and desire? Well, if you enjoy doing it, if it brings you joy, mm-hmm. if it inspires you, then it will inevitably bring joy and inspiration to others. So that's mm-hmm. all you have to do. So thank yeah. you for being here and sharing your gifts, Hannah. And thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. Please join us again um, for another inspiring guest. I have an, um, more lined up and, and I still may take a, a show here and there just to 
I don't know, be by myself. We'll see. I, I really enjoy the energy of the, the dialogue. And there's something about a monologue at times as well that feels really nourishing. So I will trust my body and listen to my cycle and my rhythm and, and, and know what's <laughs> best. So thank you for joining. Mm -hmm. And until next time, many blessings to all of you. Thank you.